Good morning, everyone, and thank you for tuning in today. If you need help keeping track, today is Wednesday, October 21st. And our guest today is Dr. David Welsh, the Ripley County Health Officer. Ripley County has been listed as yellow on the county metric map for the amount of coronavirus cases that have occurred in the last seven days. Yellow means it's a moderate community spread, and local officials should begin targeting testing, quarantining, and isolation. Consider restrictions on the size of gatherings and use of common areas in a workspace. Review plans for face coverings and social distancing for all school extracurricular events and assemblies. Dr. David Welsh talks about what this means for the area and how to avoid moving towards the orange metric. An orange metric would say that targeted testing and quarantining is necessary, as well as considering attendance restrictions for school extracurricular activities and sporting events. You know, the cases have gone up um, roughly like 50 new cases since the beginning of this month. Is that about right? Uh, Actually, more than that. We had 49 cases in seven days. Okay, that's quite a bit. Are they isolated all to one event? Are they widespread? What's going on locally? It is more more widespread. As the numbers have have gone up, um, it's in a much younger age group. Okay. So now it's, are we, by much younger, are we looking at, um, is this school age kids related? Is this middle, like 18 to 35? What are we looking at? Um, some school age, but uh, more so in the, in the uh, 20s, 30s and 40s, whereas early on it was um, 60s, 70s and 80s. Okay. Uh, would you consider that? Um, more alarming, or what are your thoughts on that? It 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 tells me that the um, it, initially we thought younger people were going to be less susceptible, mm-hmm. and we're finding that that's not the case. the The good news is uh, we're not seeing the deaths in the younger people that we saw in the older uh, population, uh, which is good. But there are long-term ramifications of those and younger people who, who get it, such as chronic fatigue um, and, and respiratory uh, issues. Um, so if people just look at deaths, they're not looking at the whole picture. You have to look at uh, how long you're um, out or how long you're not able to get back 100%. Are, is this age category seeing the hospitalization that the older category was seeing? Uh, not as many hospitalization of the younger that you, that we saw in the older, but we're seeing more chronic symptoms. And so, so when, when, yeah. when people talk about getting the COVID and getting symptoms, um, they may be over the fever, they may be over the cough, but we're finding that there's lingering pulmonary complaints and lingering fatigue issues. Um, we don't know how that's going to um, extend out to like susceptibility to other issues. Um, I'll give you a good example. If I have somebody who has um, a regular appendicitis and they have surgery and many times they're, they're back doing um, the regular things within a few weeks, um, then they may, be, they may be tired a little bit longer Let's say someone who's had a ruptured appendix, which is much more serious, they may be in the hospital longer, maybe longer till they're back to work or back to school. 
but they're going to be more susceptible to other infections for a time. They're going to be more tired for a time. So there's are they are they recovered from their appendix? Yes, they are, but they're not recovered from the sequela. Well, the, in the COVID case, we have people who aren't on a ventilator, who aren't in the hospital. They're not shedding virus, but they are dealing with the sequela for weeks and months later. And with that, you know, you said chronic fatigue and respiratory issues. Are the are those the biggest complaints you're seeing locally? Well, those are the biggest problematic complaints. Uh, we're, we're having folks who are not having the smell and taste um, for prolonged periods of time also. Now, that may not sound like a big deal, but, you know, if you, if you love your mom's meatloaf and you can't taste it, uh, you know, that's a problem. Um, and then there's a safety issue. If you, if you don't have that sense of smell, you don't smell that leaking gas. You don't smell that, um, that sewer pipe that's a, that's a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Or even be able to smell smoke if there happened to be a fire. Uh, smoke or um, <clears throat> that you need to get cleaned up. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> the social aspect of it as well. That's right. <laughs> um, now, when we talked, you had said you, you felt for Ripley County that the numbers were more widespread and not subject to um, one certain event. But since then, you've started doing contract tracing locally. Um, how's that going? Uh, we're getting some really good information. Um, it's reinforcing what we learned last spring that if people are having symptoms and they get tested, they need to quarantine till they get the test results. Where we found spread is okay. Uh, Mr. Jones is having symptoms. Oh, I think I better get my COVID test done. He gets the COVID test, but while he's waiting for that two to three days to get the results, he's going about his business. He's he's going to the store. He's going to church. He's he's going to work, and then he finds out he's positive. Well, all those places he's been, he he has potentially um, spread the COVID. <clears throat> so we're when we. The one thing we're learning is we need to remind folks that if they're getting tested because of symptoms, <clears throat> they need to take precautions as if they're positive till they till they're till it's negative. The other thing we're finding is we've had some folks who get tested kind of too early. Mm. So if if I'm positive and I and I'm with you today, and you decide oh. Uh, I just learned that Dave is positive. I better get tested. And you get, say, tested tomorrow or the next day, you may get a false negative. The optimum time to get tested after a close contact is three to five days because you may not have, you may not have symptoms, but it may not, things may not have evolved enough to get you an accurate test. So that's the other thing that we need to remind folks is that if you are, have been exposed that, you know, I, of course, take take precautions, do, do the things we know works, like social distance and masking up and washing your hands. But if you have had a close contact, the timing of the test is, is important. And then when, when you have, especially have symptoms and you get tested, you need to take precautions so that you don't inadvertently spread the, spread the virus. And that's what happened in one case where one person was positive and they were having symptoms. Um, they got tested, which was good, but they continued to interact in the public. 
And because of that, uh, a number of other people became positive. And that's certainly a no-no. If you have active symptoms, to you should not Correct. at all interact with public, right? Correct. And if you have a positive in your household, the other members of the household are considered presumptive because there's there's no way that you can social distance and and keep your mask up when you when you're in the same household with it with a known positive. We're going to take a short break, and when we return, we will continue speaking with Dr. David Welsh. And we're back. If you've just tuned in, we are speaking with Dr. David Welsh today, the Ripley County Community Health Officer. We've all seen it. You go to the grocery store. I've gone to weddings. I've seen events on Facebook. People aren't wearing masks. What are your thoughts on that? Um, that's, That's a contributing factor to this uptick. And what people need to understand is, if the uptick continues, if our infection rate continues to climb, that's not only going to affect them, that's going to affect others in the community. Um, there's guidelines that we have to follow from the state. We moved from blue to yellow. If we move to orange, a lot of events will need to be canceled just from the state directive. And So I, I, would, I would like to have the sporting events continue at the schools. The schools have been doing a great job. Yes. They don't they don't deserve to not have their events because other folks decided I don't want to mask anymore. Right. I I agree. The students seem to be doing a great job. You don't see mass closings of any of the schools so far. Um of course they are going to have people that are sick because that's it's just near impossible with that large of amount of people in one place at one time. Um but still doing great jobs. And, and I think the school's biggest challenge isn't what goes on at the schools. The kids have been doing great. They've been masking up. They get it. Um, it's what people do away from the schools. And, and then the businesses have the same problem. Our area businesses um, have been doing very well. They have, been sta- they have been open and stayed open through this whole ordeal. But their challenge also is what people do away from work. So they've got if they have good plate you know good practices and policies and procedures in place at work, but then after work um, people decide to to go hang out and not mask and not wash hands. Uh, all that effort at work is is going to be uh, put aside. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Um, and I feel like that's kind of evident from the extracurricular activity I've seen uh, going on over the weekend. Like I said, you know, several pictures of several different events where people are standing less than six feet apart from others that they definitely don't live with or have in their social distant circle. And, uh, you know, they're not masking up. And, and I think I've seen some political events where there are zero masks anywhere to be seen. And um, I think I can be fairly certain to say nobody actually likes wearing masks, right? Correct. <laughs> Correct. And so with that, we but we want to keep all the events going because things are opening back up and, and wonderful. And so, right. Um, so right now, the you have implemented the the Ripley County Health Department has implemented um, some policies because Ripley County is in yellow. And and so um, let's explain that a little bit. Well, the in the last. Um information from the governor that he had increased to um, gatherings of 500 or more needed to be approved by the um, local health department. Since we moved from blue to, to yellow, local, we, we have gone back to 250. So if you're having an event, 
250 or more, you need to submit a plan to the health department. And because of <clears throat> we've had some uh, events that put together a great plan but didn't follow it, mm-hmm. and that put people at risk, um, things will be a little bit more strict because they need to be. And they can find that information at the Ripley County website? Yeah, at the Ripley County Health Department website, there's a, there is a special um, email address, and I'm sorry I don't have it with it, it's on the website, where if you're going to have an event, uh, you can submit your plan. You can also, if you're having an event for less than 250 and you would like guidance, you can submit what you're planning to do, um, and we're, we're there to help. And uh, we've had a number of events who um, were under the, the limit, but they sought our, our help, and in some cases, we even helped them with materials. So just to remind everyone, let's talk about how, how uh, roughly how many cases have come about since the beginning of this month, October? Uh, we're, we're up to, I believe it's 80-something. We had 49 in seven days of, up to the weekend. And that's rapid progression, right? That is that. That's, you, that's that was our that was our highest week ever. Okay, and that yeah, and that sadly that includes when it was you know at its height <clears throat> in the very beginning. So with Correct. that, let's kind of close with what is your best advice for the public right now to try to keep themselves and their neighbors safe. Uh, keep doing what moms told us: uh, wash your hands, stay home with sick, cover your mouth mask up. Uh, if you can't mask up, shield up. Um, we're also finding it if you're uh, around folks and you're able to, for instance, shield over your eyes or goggle, we, we also know that that is, is helpful. Um, I know everyone is tired. I know everyone is frustrated. Um, the good news is we've got more activities going on in the community than we had last spring. The schools are open. Extra quick activities are going on. Businesses are open more. These are all great things, and what we what we need to do is we we need to continue our efforts so that we don't have to go back, so that we don't have to shut things down, and more importantly, that more people don't get sick and more people don't die. Strong words. So let's keep Ripley County and our surrounding counties safe, everyone. Absolutely, I I appreciate everyone's efforts, and I I can tell you in the in the county we've had some folks who are doing fantastic work um, we do know what works we just need to continue we um, continue the efforts a little bit longer and especially as we approach flu season so I would I would also ask folks to consider getting their flu shot if if, if they usually get their flu shot please do so if they occasionally get the flu shot this would be the year to to please get your flu shot since the symptoms between the flu and COVID are so similar. And flu shots can be got, uh, you can get flu shots at the Ripley County Health Department as well, correct? At the health department, at the area pharmacies, at the hospital, and many of the doctor's offices. So all the opportunities to go make sure you can help yourself stay less sick for this Absolutely. flu season. Absolutely. And, and that's the other bonus. If, if we do these things for COVID, It'll help decrease the flu. The Southern Hemisphere just had their the lightest flu season ever because of the efforts they were putting forth to combat COVID. So that's that's the the extra icing on the cake. If we do the things to fight COVID, uh, we anticipate um, 
less severe flu season this year. Once again, mom was right. Wash your hands. Mom, mom was right. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we, we could, that's something everyone can agree on. I, I don't care what your, um, uh, what your uh, political leaning is. Moms, moms are right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Dr. Welsh. You're always a wealth of knowledge, and that's a good note to end on. Absolutely. And uh, moms out there everywhere, thank you very much.